0: Bridget. And I'm
1: Monica. Welcome back to Mode Push, the F1 podcast. We are back. It's 2024. It's a whole new season. I can't wait. And a lot's been happening, Bridge. What has been going on? I feel like Principal Silly Season, there are new teams potentially coming slash definitely coming to the grid, and the drivers have been off living their best lives. Where should we start?
0: We have to talk about Principal Silly Season, which, by the way, we called, but I don't know if about you but like I was thinking about it in terms of like maybe we'd see the return of Ottmar and his like fancy coffees or you know mattia Bonotto's revenge and instead we get this like middle of the work week middle of the work day U.S. time hard launch that Jean <laughs> fired Gunther and you're like what just happened like I was like my husband literally came running into my office and was like Check your Instagram. And sure enough, the like thing that we basically sort of saw coming but never saw coming slash didn't actually think would ever happen because of his entertainment value, Gunther and Gene parted ways. A couple things we should sort of unpack and I want your opinion. But like the headlines I've been seeing is that Gene is basically views Gunther as more of a COO and a leader of men and he wants a more technical leader and he's sick of being last on the grid, which I don't disagree with. This article cited the fact that we're entering into the era of engineers as team principals and cited sort of Stella going to McLaren, Bowles at Williams. Obviously, Adrian Newey is the most expensive and important person in Formula One. So, you know, throwing it to you, like, are we going to start seeing these, these teams and dynamics shift as it's becoming more and more apparent that engineering rules everything?
1: So it's so funny. That was my first thought also. I mean, partly because his replacement was random. Other than that, he was a technical director. Yeah, I, I guess it makes sense. It's kind of crazy. Aside from Toto and Christian, no team principal has been in the seat for more than like 2023 onwards. So one season. Like it's a wild time in terms of management on the grid. I kind of think it makes sense because the team principal role is so amorphous and does so many things. And yet. The two most successful teams, Sadie's and Red Bull, both have what are more like GM, CEO kind of people who are like more externally focused, more about building the brand, sponsor, and doing all this other stuff, but like and building an organization. So a part of me thinks that this is like short term move, but actually the old model was the right model.
0: They just didn't have the right leaders in place. I'm super surprised no one
1: has picked up Benoto. Like what is going
0: on? I think they're still in contract negotiations with Bonotto and I think he's going to go to Alpine. What do I think? I think I'm actually like more curious about what the Mercedes Red Bull thing, like why those two. Obviously, performance is, is the number one thing in this sport. It actually points to the more the importance of the superstar driver. Toto had Lewis for so long and now Christian has Max. And so if you have someone that is like truly can get the most out of the car, then you sort of have a moat around you. And that's where talent attraction and retention and motivation is more important on those teams, like keeping the star happy. But if you're the rest of the field and the like freak show Oscar Piastri will become doesn't materialize and like isn't likely to be on your team, then yeah, you have to fight around the edges. And so it makes a ton of sense that engineering is going to start or return to being the most important piece. I also thought it was interesting that Gene had already had sort of like a replacement person in his back pocket. It's like keeping it in the Haas family. And all the things I've read about are saying that this is really, this was really a disagreement about money. Gunther wanted to invest more in the team and spend more and spend more. And Gene is really saying like, do more with less, do more with less. Um, Which to me is like, Private Equity 101, I think actually all signs point to a Gene Haas sale in the near term if I had to sort of like make a prediction based on this gigantic move. okay. because I feel like there was one thread, which was that. And I, I definitely see your point, because in many ways, when you've
1: heard other teams that are down the grid, they're kind of saying the opposite. They're like, all we need to do is like be able to like vertically integrate more and spend more so we won't have to so that the cost cap won't be so painful every year. And at the same time, I feel like there was this whole thread of like, did Gene get rid of Gunther because he was such a star and like the the fame and like all that celebrity value. And a part of me thinks, I mean, not that the team was more valuable with him on it because it has been 10th and going nowhere, but the team is kind of like in an in-between state currently. But maybe that doesn't matter. Maybe the point is these teams, the value is just like fundamental because it's so hard to get a team on the grid and you sell to someone who really wants to get on the grid. Doesn't really matter who's on it anymore. So you just squeeze it out, squeeze whatever you can out of that.
0: I mean, I kind of feel like that's where he's at. Like he's unencumbered the team from the one, the one sort of thing that was the face and the brand, which was Gunther Steiner. You know, like there's not a whole lot. He's gutting it essentially. Like he's not investing more. He's, you know, I don't know. I just like to me, this is, there's something suspect, suspect. There's something suspect about all of this. Like I'm also curious because I feel like Gunther and Gene were getting into a fight over equity ownership. And then I also recall sort of Hulkenberg talking a lot of smack about the team at the end of last season. Hmm. Which like so crazy to me because these drivers, especially a driver like Hulk, who was did not have a seat and returned to a seat, doesn't make a ton of sense to me. And it came it felt very sudden to me. Like, Perhaps Gene was doing some business in the back room, got the number he wanted from saying Andretti, and one of the stipulations was clear the deck and get rid of Gunther. Did it feel sudden to you? It felt incredibly sudden. And again, I'm, like, obsessed with Luther Steiner, so, like, maybe I'm, like, quiet emotionally, but it feels, like, incredibly, uh, it feels incredibly sort of sudden to me.
1: The news hit our group chat. Like, it was, like, I don't know, it was a bombshell. It was It was crazy. We were all like reading real time. Can't believe this happened. I agree. I'm shocked. And also his contract was up and I he was asking for more money, more equity. Like a part of me is not that shocked. They have been dead last. The Hulkenberg piece is really interesting because I feel like you've been on that Hulk train for a long time. And I feel like in the offseason he's been getting more and more of that acclaim. People saying he is one of the best drivers on the grid. He's totally underrated. Is he going to go to Audi in 2026? And I wonder if that was a little bit of the pressure. Although I would have thought he'd be allied with Gunther, which is interesting because that's who he owes his drive to. So I'm not quite sure how that would have played into the game theory here, but I, it felt sudden. And I feel like it's a very drastic move for Gene to make because in many ways, like he was, I think Gunther's star value was the only way they were getting sponsors in also. You know,
0: 100%. so talk about strangling oh, the team. He's gutting it 100%. And I'm just like, this is like a classic prepare for sale, encumber, remove, remove, you know, simplify, simplify, move. I just, I don't, otherwise, I don't, unless we're not giving enough credence to this new technical, or I mean, this new principle and his technical background, but like, I don't know. I mean, can he make a miracle out of a, like a penny stock i don't i don't know like what is do you do we know what do we know about him
1: so he came up i think through the race engineering side he was director of engineering last don't have like a ton on him i feel like a lot of the coverage was more about gunther haas has never had a podium in there in their eight years you know all all of the stats that he could kind of throw out i didn't totally realize this but i haas in 2023 they had I knew that they didn't really bring any upgrades until basically like Austin, but I didn't realize that then they backtracked fully on that. So they basically spent all of last year developing a car that they didn't really use, uh, which I'm sure didn't help the situation. Gene is really upset with the fact that they basically use all the Ferrari insides and they have totally different outcomes than the Ferraris, which fundamentally is fair, but also why would they have the same outcomes as Ferrari? And my guess is that Komatsu's whole promise the new team principal is just like, we're going to focus completely on that.
0: Well, so follow me down this rabbit hole. If we, my like back office dealings hold any water, then potentially we'll see an Andretti team soon. That would be sort of my exciting prediction for 2024, 25. And so I started to like do some research, research, research mm, as they some say. digging, I'm digging digging on what is going on in the world of Andretti. So let me just blow your mind for a second, please. Okay. And this is public knowledge for anyone who is bored on a Sunday and wants to do a little in stocking. So if you, well, yeah. if you go to Andretti Racing Limited as a company on LinkedIn, it shows an insight of their headcount growth over time, over the last 18 months and the median tenure of an employee. Monica, did you know that in the last 18 months, headcount at Andretti Racing Limited has grown by 165% and the median tenure of employee is three months?
1: Three months is an amazing stat. What does that amount to in terms of like numbers? Like, who are these people? What?
0: Okay. Where's the money let coming me, from? Let me tell you who was recently joined the team. You have, I'm just going to start talking to you, you have a head of aerodynamics who used to be the head of aerodynamics for the Mercedes Formula E winning team. Mm-hmm. You have a technical director, to your point, money, these are big, big titles, likely large salaries, technical di- director who used to run Claren Formula E and Renault. From 2016 to 2020, you have a lead engineer of aero performance who was at AlphaTauri for seven years. You have a head of planning and and parts management who is one month on the job, who was head of project delivery. So making sure the cars actually got built on time at Alpine. You have, and this is like a wild one who's been there for one month, head of performance analysis, who was head of vehicle science at Red Bull for six years these are like hitters leaving major major formula one teams they're all
1: very like like this isn't just okay we're assembling some bare bones it's like they're thinking full staff. you know they're like getting prepared for like production farts moving around like everything logistics like i'm it's as of a month ago which means as of like six months ago they probably started hiring
0: that's wild wild they're actually like attracting this talent so that means they have to have a compelling pitch to sort of like sourcing and unlocking these people and i'm like and especially like the momentum in the last three months uh is clearly massive given the tenure of these employees so i'm like did the back office dealing just happen? Like, did Gene just sell the team? And is it going to get announced sort of like mid? My guess, if I was in an Andretti's seat, I would trade like start of the season, ounce mid season, let the season run under Haas, and then Andretti full on 2025. I totally see this actually. I'm not. But I totally yes. see what you're
1: saying. And yeah. I see why you get rid of Gunther and you separate it from the announcement. Because again, this is part of why I think they're not bringing Bonotto in. It's the opposite. But it's this idea that you want to separate like the crazy news from all the change that you're going to make internally. And so they're kind of like doing it in pieces. That is, that is compelling. <laughs> also for Haas, because honestly, right now it's a pretty sad story, but that would be a whole new act for them. I love that. Ooh. Ooh. No,
0: and it's, It's like really fascinating because you have like I'm like very bullish on the American case for F1 because you have clearly Andretti, which is the most sort of famous name in U.S. motorsport is clearly like staking a claim into Formula One. Like you don't spend this amount of money on human capital without knowing there's a clear path to this business. So, and it would make a ton of sense that Gene is passing the torch as the only American team to Andretti. Like, it just, it's like, it's like kind of a no-brainer. And then you layer on, well, we can talk about Logan Sargent. Hopefully he starts getting better. But you can also layer on the fact that Ford is going to start manufacturing. Sorry. The fact that Ford is going to start manufacturing on behalf of Red Bull. And you're like, Okay, you're like, I see all of it. It's all going to start coming. And then Cadillac and Andretti. And you're like, there's a lot. There is, There are things underway that are happening in this sport right now.
1: Is a lot of that timed around the reg changes in 2026? Or
0: you think yeah. some of this just happens
1: no. next year? Like, it just goes first.
0: I forgot about the reg changes. Like, it actually, that actually could be, Andretti could be sort of like teeing up no, I think they'd want to do that. I'm like, Haas's value to me. Like, I don't actually run numbers on Formula One teams, but like I have to think is like a falling knife right now. And so he wouldn't make a move like removing Gunther without knowing that there's a there's a floor. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yes. OK, this is exactly. So I was thinking that by removing him, it is kind of a falling knife. And to your point, you're saying that. The only reason he did it would be because he already knew they could sell, which I see. I see that. Yeah. Otherwise, it is a crazy move that then puts you basically in a period of like reinvestment for many years, which is the opposite of what he's saying. He wants to. Do. <laughs>
0: so we just yeah. uncovered Gene Haas's master plan.
1: Should we break this? Should we scoop it? To our,
0: to our loyal 100 listeners, like you heard it here first.
1: Andretti coming to the grid. Honestly, I'm very excited. Even just the way that they're putting together the team. The fact that this is
0: all happening on the down low, I'm like, it seems very, very. On the down low, but they're still allowing these people to put it in their LinkedIn, like any like amateur (laughs) sleuth like me. You're like going to get like
1: notifications every time someone joins.
0: Oh my God. It's really funny to look at my LinkedIn notifications because it's like so-and-so from Andretti Racing Team looked at your profile awkwardly stalking like hospitality investment professional in Austin, Texas is looking at your like race car driver profile. Anyway, anyway, that's what I do on weekends, folks. So that was I needed to to tell you all of that because I could not believe some of the teams that they're taking talent, like real talent from. And you're right, because
1: to leave those spots, like there are only 10 teams. There aren't that many of these spots. You don't leave them casually. I feel like the average tenure at an F1 team is like a decade plus. So you really have to have a pitch to get these people to join, you know? I mean, the only thing that's interesting interesting. is all the Formula E stuff. Like, because I know Android is doing like, they're trying to get into like many different forms of motorsport, but some of those are also just F1 people. So I don't know if it's... Well, I was going
0: to say, walk deep enough down down their employment history (laughs) a lot of those formula e guys were like the top formula e guys that clearly had like tenure on formula one teams but probably topped out to your point in formula one teams and couldn't get that like top technical director spot or whatever at the formula one team and so pivoted and took sort of like the top because what they're taking i would agree with you if that they were going formula e if they were taking sort of like across the board formula e but they're taking like Top team position from top Formula E teams that have also tons of Formula One experience, which I think is really interesting. It's all I I'm like, oh, my God, what did we just uncover? So I think 2024 is going to be a huge season. The grid last year and the
1: grid next year, like last race to first race, exactly the same on the grid. This season, it's going to be like all these contracts up, all these brand new principals who may or may not know what they're doing. You've got a lot of mayhem at Alpine. Now you have mayhem at Haas. Audi is definitely about to enter. Andretti may be about to enter. Like, it just kind of feels like chaos. So I'm hoping that will counter the Max Verstappenism that has been happening.
0: I mean, it's really interesting. Like, Lawrence Stroll sold a piece of his steak. Like, it's, you know, and then if you, I was, so the other form of stalking, and we can play a little game of, like, who's doing what, is I was looking at at the drivers instagrams to try to discern sort of like what they were doing over the break and my discoveries were it's been a pretty like low key off season for them like i don't you know how we did the spring break edition and everyone was like going ham and like on yachts and bopping around ibiza and whatnot they're not really doing that they're kind of in like recovery mode which is super interesting and two teams are like Full on focused on like Claren did this like co launch, co post of like, this is our year between Lando and Oscar. So, like, they're clearly like hyper focused on 2024. I mean, I actually think this is Oscar's year. I like, I can't wait. Shout out. He also won Rookie of the Year, not just in our hearts, but affirmatively across the, you know, FIA with year end awards, whatever. But Yeah. yeah. So, like, Let's see. Most people are in the gym, lots of gym content. So I'm here for it. It's a thirst uh-huh. trap, and I think <laughs>
1: I'm okay with it. I've seen Carlos doing all kinds of things at the gym. And- Carlon,
0: Albon doing crazy stuff at the gym. He's like boxing. He's This is after a beautiful little trip to Thailand with Lily, which we're here for. But Super, super, super fitness focus. Who
1: else would say? I think Max has just been hanging out with his girlfriend and in the sim, is my impression. He did Christmas with them. Very like homey, family, low key. Kind of what I imagine he is like when he's not
0: racing. That's so lovely. And then, well, Lewis was skydiving and modeling and hanging out with Roscoe. So, like, <laughs> he's just sort of like doing his
1: thing. I just want to be Louis every day, every day. And then he posts some, like, positive affirmation for you. And you're like, yes, I too can do this. He is
0: is like the definition of an aspirational human. I completely agree with that.
1: I want to say Lando has been living his best life. I saw him with Martin Garrix, like, right off the bat skiing. And then taking some really stick photos in bali maybe so he definitely i think he might have had one of the more like ragey breaks but it's good to know he's now back in the seat and ready to go
0: i feel like if you're lando norris like 24 is your year i mean we'll do our predictions pod but like better bring it like better bring it like he's got the young gun rookie in the seat behind him.
1: It's funny because I feel like both he needs to prove it, but also I feel like a lot of people think this should be the year he decides if he's going to stay with McLaren. Because the, like a lot of people are like, if you're not getting what you need from McLaren, like now's the time to leave. stay be- Right? Which like, I don't know where he would go. Speaking of which, crazy other thing that happened over the break, or at least rumored, McLaren resigning for another five years. Wait, I, really? I
0: missed that. Oh like, my God. That was
1: rumor was rumor is that he so his deal was till 20 through 2024 that he got a bumper deal now to take him to 2029 and that his salary would go from like 25 million euros all the way up to 50 million euros by the end of the term and that there may or may not be performance related clauses that would be enforced after three years. So that would mostly, I think, be a way for him to get out. But that still is like a huge up from where he was. Oh, I don't know. I was I felt mixed. I felt mixed. What do you think?
0: Like flabbergasted by that. I mean, get that paper, Charles, so you can just start making music on the side and do absolutely nothing else. But like, wait, what? I don't know.
1: Maybe that's his end game. Honestly, that would be a great end game.
0: <laughs> I can't think of any other reason to stick to Ferrari unless he gets to like pick a new strategist and like rebuild the team around him. Ow,
1: I know. I think I was just hoping it would like go away, but I think it might be real. So now I'm I'm ready to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's getting, he's he's locking in the money. I don't think Carlos has resigned, uh, which I'm sure they're just going to dangle in front of him all season in some crazy God, way. brutal. Who else has been having a sexy or not sexy break? I know the I
0: mean, men of Haas have been hanging out with their daughters which is very cute adorable they both also said nice things about Gunther but so crazy I don't know Checo you know like did a did a commercial for a coffee brand which is definitely like on brand for Checo really hope Checo has a great year i like very curious for that and Fernando Alonso went skiing which was cute like he did something other than cart I mean that is cute was he skiing with anyone in particular now by himself.
1: So Fernando,
0: you know I have to read you also the, the like caption of his skiing photo. Was so on bar, it was starting the year on a positive vibe. Thumbs up. Honestly, he kind of like boomer humor, but I'm like here for it. <laughs> on one unpositive vibe, and then he t- and then he tagged the ski school he took a lesson at. It was like really cute, actually.
1: Did you see he partied with Russell again on New Year's Eve? It was like year two of them all together.
0: So what is that? Why do they do that?
1: I think it's a mutual friend that they have. But also, what's up with George Russell break?
0: Wait, what's he been doing?
1: I feel like he's still like in this like tousled phase. Like he's still trying to be like a little bad boy of F1. Wait,
0: he hasn't posted anything on Instagram like in his grid since july how very envy of him i wonder if he's on tiktok i would love to see
1: a tiktok also another thing Charles posted like an 11 minute vlog of his trip to la and i i couldn't get past two minutes of it but just the concept seemed kind of crazy to post an 11 minute vlog oh
0: wow. wow 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 i have no clue what russell's been up to i agree he's a little bit lost but then we all have to remember he's only like 26 and then i don't Hey, yeah. Wow. There's a lot of jokes on here about Russell spending his off- his offseason thinking about what his pose for 2024 is going to be. Um,
1: I am excited to see that.
0: You know what I hope we see next year is like the earnest return of Ernest George. Like, do you remember when he drove for Williams and he cried on that episode of Drive to Survive because they got one point? Like, that's the Georgie Russ that I really hope we see more of. Like I don't really like the like F boy like tousled hair Georgie Russ. I agree. I agree. I don't
1: I don't know if we go back there. I feel like this is a like he has to go through this phase fully.
0: And he is twenty six, so like it's like time for his Saturn return. Like it's time <laughs> There are a lot of them that are there that are twenty six. So could be kind of a so true they're oh, all going, God, it's gonna be a really vibey, vibey year, I think. Ooh, fun. Well I mean, I think we'll be. So, how many days away from preseason testing are we? Let's see. How mm-hmm. do I count? March 1st is the first race.
1: We're 36 days from preseason, which is Feb 23rd. So, we then... are
0: 40. So we are seven weeks out from the season starting which is crazy the drive to survive season starts um i think in a month then so we'll do our drive to survive recap we'll do some predictions we'll do preseason testing coverage we'll continue to follow the andretti lineup what else i mean
1: i'm hoping for some more drops i'm hoping for alpine is saying they're sticking with their interim person there's a lot of interims right now you know i mean it's kind of just like this moment is interim i don't know i think that they're all going to be releasing their cars that's that's what february is for so we'll be here if you have any other requests deep dives content we'll be out stalking in the meantime just doing some linkedin digging other people might be looking at instagram or tiktok but we are on linkedin
0: guys. I mean you're a chuggy millennial without telling me you're a chuggy fat oh my God. so Whatever, true you heard it first you heard it here first all right <laughs> well happy january y'all and the countdown is on we've missed you guys bye